When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Hey Smoothskins, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. It's me, your ghoul host, Gingerino, and I'm joined today with the regular crew, minus Mav. We've got Sassy Lady, Jexis, and Roma. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. My ass is every single one of you. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some of your favorite characters from the Fallout series. That's right. We're talking about them ghouls. You know, good old Gob and all his friends and the ferals. But before we do that, we got a special guest with us today. Lawrence, are you there? I am here. Very glad to be back. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. It's exciting to have you on here. It's exciting to talk about. This, my favorite of topics. Google gingerinos, anyways. <laughs> All right. That being said, before we hand this off, we got... Okay, I can't do this voice anymore. I'm so sorry, guys. I drank all of my Coca-Cola. It's all gone. I don't have a water with me, so this is as far as it goes. <laughs> so we, we tried. We tried. Um, Before we get started, okay. if you want to get in touch with any of us, you can reach us through email, follow at roundtable. Is it follow? No, follow RTB at gmail.com. Reach us go. on Twitter at follow RTB. We're also on YouTube. If you want to see a bunch of talking heads, uh, usually about halfway through the show, Jaxus gets a little bored and he starts like making weird uh, visual effects. So you can make fun of him for that. Uh, Romer is just text right now, but you get to no see Lawrence's beautiful face. About. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Sassy's got a new Fallout layout in their background. So, anyways. There's that. And we'll hand it off to Jaxis, because you were the one who came up with the idea. I didn't come up with an idea. I just said, hey, how about ghouls? I guess oh, that's an idea. That's coming up with an idea. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's how You've it been works doing this show us. for a year with us, man. You know exactly what that that's means. That's how it works with us. <laughs> oh, man. Does that mean I have a responsibility or something? That's okay. Something. That's okay. Okay. So, um, well, today we're talking about ghouls and all things ghouliness. Um I just picked it because I kind of think ghouls are cool, and I think Supermans get too much attention. <laughs> it's because they're the big boys of the wasteland. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, what's your favorite ghoul? Hancock. Everybody's going to pick Hancock. You know what? Actually, no. <laughs> Hancock's really? not my favorite. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hancock's cool. I what's like him Scob? and all that. Um, well, I got this maybe. broken radio, and I don't know what to do with it. You think you Gob was the first radio? ghoul I interacted? Okay, so who was the first ghoul any interacted with? Was it Gob? Gob. Yeah, exactly. Definitely Gob. Yeah, he's the and first one I interacted with. If there's okay. anything that I know from living this world, is you always remember your first. Am I right? Oh, he's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aha! Gotcha. You're right. Oh, and of course, in Fallout Three, they looked so patchwork. You know? It was. <laughs> Patchwork's a good word for it. It really is. 
All right, so we got some experts here. I, I've kind of got a question. It's like, so it, I was doing some research on ghouls, right? And uh, and part of my research, it took me to a web web page was like gamerant.com or something like that. And oh, yeah. it was saying that ghouls are not limited to humans either with affected species, including... Now, um, um, my curiosity is how did they know that these other infected species were involved? Because I don't remember ever seeing a ghoul whale. So this is whales, gorillas, and dogs. Well, the whale I, I, was a I've seen a ghoul rumor. dog. Yeah, the, the whale was a rumor to being a possible character um, in four, if I remember correctly, but it was never, obviously it was never there. I guess it was, wasn't it like data mined information? Towards were, like, uh, sounds right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. is this one of Maverick's like things, content. man? Because, you know, Maverick was like talking about pirates and stuff and he wants pirates. And... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think it was cut content because there was also the underwater vault too. <gasps> yeah. Maverick's yeah. here. What? Oh, it was, um. okay, I just looked it up. So Bunker Hill from Fallout 4, there's a caravan guard who says, the ghoul whale is real, old pig, right outside the harbor. So it's just, it sounds like it's just one random, it's like barked audio. It's a reference? Yeah. It's a reference? Okay. Some some caravan guard trying to convince old piggy that the ghoul whale is real. So even even the game isn't sure that it's real. That also makes you wonder if that's like the... If that's what they're calling the monster in the harbor, which is actually the submarine. No, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that could be. Speaking could of be the submarine, too. so the ghoul captain that's uh-huh. inside the submarine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. apparently he ended up being a ghoul without the, the I mean, had nothing to do with the bombs. Well, it it was the, because the nuclear power it was the, was the, was the radiation from the, the sub. Yeah. 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 So the, there's another one that, because I was like, I was looking at, it was talking about, you know, that there was ghouls before the war. I'm like, how did that happen? That's like, what we were talking about. I don't know. I guess with the supermutants, we were talking about that because of um, the guy that now I, I knew his name and now I forgot it. The guy that Nick Valentine was hunting down. He uh-huh. had to have known that that exposing himself to radiation would save him from the war, turning himself into a ghoul. The hell is his name? I know everybody's yelling right now. It's, and I can't think of it. Silver. It's Silver. that guy. Winter. Winter. Yes. Eddie Winter. Because I'm like, Silver, no. Um, yeah, so he somehow knew that if he exposed himself to sufficient amount of radiation, enough not to kill him, obviously, mm-hmm. so he knew how much, but he ghoulified himself, locked himself up in the vault or whatever, and saved himself from the war and was planning on coming back and basically reestablishing his kingpin empire, whatever, um, afterwards. Just... I love the I love the fact that the bartender at Crater talks about him. Yeah. Because because she actually knew him when she was in Boston. Oh wow. And I think she even mentions that he like disappeared before the war and Mm -hmm. you know right he disappeared before the war so like he knew he had an inside track he had the lowdown and it's like hmm how did he know that well there's a um there's actually a really sad really sad side story that you find in fallout 4 the uh the the lab assistant who um basically was sent home to to start injecting herself with some experimental substance 
and you you listen to her her terminal entries where over the course of like a week she slowly turns into a glowing one right so yeah so and actually ironically enough that was the same drug that hancock used because <laughs> he heard about it and that when he got his hands on the last dose and that's how hancock actually turned himself into a ghoul so the government knew that yeah. people would ghoulify and right. so didn't you actually create a storyline that actually brought that up in in, in one of your um Oh, oh, that was um well, I mean yeah. That I mean, was, it was the relative. Uh, it was Abby's um uh Abby's lament. It was from the last days of Appalachia. It explained yes, what happened yeah. to Abby. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That that was really cool. I remember how you were explaining the the changes as she was walking through the swamps and how she's like, Why am I glowing? And yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, we kind of like touched on it when we talked about super mutants that Obviously, I mean, the government was probably making experiments about, hey, can people survive with X amount of radiation, knowing that we were going to have some kind of catastrophic event involving nuclear bombs at some point in time. And they were probably experimenting with, can we survive with this amount of radiation? Will people, will humanity survive? Is it going to be okay if we're exposed to this radiation or, you know, um, will the people live? Will they die? What'll happen? So well, they had if... to have been experimenting with that stuff <laughs> before the war. Well, and supposedly there is a genetic genetic marker that somebody has to have right. for them to actually become a ghoul and not just die of radiation poisoning. So not die the... of radiation poisoning and not turn feral. <laughs> what right. genetic marker? Because is? Do we know what it is or can we all? Can don't we, we wish, it? right? We'd all is get it... out there and like, hey, run my DNA. Redheads <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah, we, people, that's that's what I think. There, there Only go. redheads aren't or going people to who have a feral. specific birthmark on one spot in their body. I don't, I don't know. So is that where we end up with the intelligent ghouls opposed to the ferals? Yeah. Well, so, well, well, actually, I think you can make the argument that it's well, it it can depend on genetics, but I also think it depends on the dose of radiation that they get. Mm -hmm. Because if they if they get too much all at once, then yeah. they then the trends then they just go through the entire transition process all the right. way to feral like tip over the edge yeah yeah but um, I, I feel like i feel like everything needs to be done in moderation like small doses at a time like don't like overwhelm your body don't overwhelm your dna because that's when they either die or just you know zoom right over that that point that says you're gone you know your man, brain just can't uh, handle anymore that's natural ghoul selection strong eat the weak you can't take the radiation you get out of here <laughs> strong eat the weak <laughs> or the, so the week the weeks the have their faces thing. melted off whatever you want to call it I their don't brains know. fried yeah yeah i guess the gorillas thing it turns out that that was actually inside of nuka world um was it that yeah the safari adventure attraction house Ooh. oh there was that a, was, there a was a ghost wasn't it oh yeah, it, says it houses gorillas that have been turned oh yeah I gotta well, go back and the guy who was, That was it's the guy. Called, who, the Tarzan it's called guy. The yeah. Ghoulrilla. <laughs> oh, oh, oh delightful. Thank yep, you for that. That guy gorilla. was messing with uh, cloning hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah that was the Nuka World DLC. The uh, Safari Adventure attraction houses gorillas that have been turned. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I haven't played in so I haven't played that DLC in so long. I don't so long. remember I go them back and play being it again. 
Yeah, I don't remember them being ghouls. I just thought they were like grills. I don't remember. A blue whale known as Old Peg is mentioned in the caravan guards in mm-hmm. yeah. Fallout 4 yeah. Mm-hmm. as an animal infected by... Okay, so that's yeah. what you guys were talking about. But that's by mention only. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. I just I love I'm just I love the name Ghoulrilla. Now I'm trying to think of other like ghoul puns for like <laughs> <laughs> for other animals. <laughs> for other animals, but ghoul doesn't work with a lot, so it's kind of no. upsetting. Not too many G's, unfortunately. I mean but even giraffe do, like, doesn't really work out with a ghoul raff. Is there anything that's close to like you get to the like r- rotten face or something? Maybe a know. little girl that's a ghoul and call her Maybe. a ghoulie. Come here, ghoulie. Could be like rot rats or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, well, in '76, you find uh, you can find ghoul uh, yagwai. Yeah, yagwai. Yeah, '76. It seems like you can find a little bit of everything. You find a little scorch. You find a little little ghoul. You find a little, I don't know, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, because I mean, after after a certain point, they're like, we got to make more animals. We have so much '76 content. We need to come up with ghoul everything. <laughs> well, I guess they just they try and make the enemies. They stage their their input their output and their health or whatever and they have to make them different so they mm-hmm. make them glowing different or cheers. ghoul or scorched or whatever has mm-hmm. there has there been a, i don't think there has been like a very ghouly themed season in 76 yet i'd be down for that not I really but know. i would i would be we do do we have a ghoul companion yet i don't even we do the the uh the ghoul that thinks he's oh, an right. alien the one that rides the the, the ride yeah that one that's on the little spinny thing the little rocket ride right yeah, yeah. i haven't used him yet i don't know i'd be down for like a major ghoul expansion in 76 that'd be great so but i mean you just see them randomly ghouls. walking around all over the place like they're at the brotherhood place and don't they hate ghouls i'm like why are you here <laughs> well so supposedly they can live for a really long time without food and water too yeah, yeah. It's true. Well, that's what Nick. Oh, well, it was Nick, but who else? Who else yeah, don't on? don't forget the famous one stuck in a stuck in a fridge the entire kid live all. I mean, how many years was that? And that kid Billy lived? Peabody was two hundred and ten years. Two hundred ten years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lord, it's I'm a fridge. There was boring. probably food in there. And then there was also Coffin Willie from Fallout Two. Good old Coffin Willie. Boring would that be? Good. Lord. That's the thing. She's like, oh. Of course, it was only a few months. Seriously, it'd be boring. And I hope he never had to pee, because ew. Ew. (laughs) Ew. Do ghouls pee? I don't know. I mean, it kind of, I mean, the joke of your pee being green kind of loses all of its effect at that point, because it's like, (laughs) that's just kind of what it is. All of you are green. Where do you think the glowing ones come from? (laughs) Glowing ones, or, you know. (laughs) Well, it's just like. I guess they they lose like all need for bodily function. Like they, they don't have need to. to eat or drink, so then they don't. Especially well, glowing ones, anything. because then you smell anything. You'd, so you'd go into a Fallout dungeon, there'd be little puddles of glowing water everywhere. Ooh. What's that? It looks neat. <laughs> don't That's touch gross. it. Yeah, don't yeah, eat don't yellow like glowing smell snow anything no. or whatever. So it really would really wouldn't bother them. They don't have a sense of taste either. Was it well, that's well, just hey, rude. Some of them are pretty I, stylish. Give them a break. Um, I am, I'm a huge fan of uh Walton Goggins, so I can't wait to see his ghoul. I know, Ooh, me too. Yeah, I think good. he's like perfect for being a ghoul. It just seems to me like his facial structure, like he was meant to ha- like have a dick. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that face, I'm like, <laughs> make it a ghoul. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I hope he hears this. And he's like, when I saw him, I knew immediately that he was going to be a ghoul. Right. <laughs> right. Because they were like, they were like, he signed on to the project. There's going to be a ghoul. And I'm like, it's got to be him. Yeah. It's got to be him. <laughs> I mean, he would have been the perfect Hancock. Can you imagine him oh my putting God, on the hat he? and everything? He right. would have been. Like he would have nailed that role. Oh, he Absolutely would. Crap. He could. He could totally play that part. I mean, he's already done it probably a few times. <laughs> oh my gosh, it would be perfect. <laughs> I'm just. I'm loving this idea of him coming out like to do an audition. He walks out in front of the 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 cast person. And they're like, "Yep." Doesn't even doesn't even audition, and they're like, "We actually have the perfect part for you." Right. Ross and Nick, they're going, "Look at his bone structure. Oh my god, that this poor guy." <laughs> We're not going to need that much. I'm being tight five hours. We're yeah. not going to need that much makeup on him. That's that's great. That's a point. He's going to be so easy. <laughs> no prosthetics needed. Oh my He's God. like, Mar- hey, that's great. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and then it's like, uh, so how married are you to your nose? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going you know, to need the Voldemort. The heck, they made it happen with Voldemort exactly. <laughs> I mean, they they didn't chop his nose off, so. No. Oops, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't need this right now. We're just gonna remove it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's interesting that ghouls have. They've definitely. I, I mean, I think of all the NPC classes in Fallout. I mean, I think they are the ones that seem to be the community favorite. Just just across the board. Doesn't they're matter the most if it's character. Fa- I think. I think they well they do because they're they're people. But then mm-hmm. you throw in the ghoul aspects, and they've been around for a really long time, right. and none of them are quite right. There's always some little, you know, quirk to them or whatever. Quirky. Well, they've been they're hundreds of years old, so why not be quirky? Mm. You're going to be a little weird after a while. But no I think they're the are. most human of all of the mm-hmm. enemies that we face, or the companions, or whatever that's out there. They're the most human. And they're also the ones that you learn things about. So like Fallout 4, you go to Good Neighbor and you talk to what's the lady with the shop next to um next to Chloe's shop. Yeah, the 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 trader person. I can't remember. Right. Her name I can't think of her name. Daisy? Is it Daisy? Or something like that? That seems I don't know. Anyway, you talk to her and she talks about when she was a kid and she'd go to the library because she wants you to return her library book. That's and right. it's like, why do we care about that anymore? It's been how long? 200 years? But she really, it's important to her. And she talks about when she used to go to the library. And you're just like, oh my God, that was so long ago. And you were alive then? It's wild. You know? And it's just like, you know, I'd be talking to every ghoul I could get my hands on. Because I'd be like, tell me about history. You know? Because that's, I like talking to old people. Because I like knowing, like, tell me about when you grew up or whatever. Because, like, these people, like, I have a lot of. 90 year old people even some hundred year old hearing people. about the depression from people well that's just mm-hmm. like tell me about like all the changes you've seen in your life i mean think about it they were born in early part of the century or whatever like all the change like we've seen a lot of change i remember when i saw first motor car go through town right and awesome. they they like they knew life before tv they knew life before you know microwaves i mean i you know, all my kinds television of used to have. I had this remote control. It was the I was the remote control. Zenith, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it had five <laughs> buttons on it. One, I two, remember three, when we had five. three channels, you know, three of them. Away didn't at do 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, <laughs> so I think uh, that's one reason why everybody loves ghouls. That's part of it. Um, we should continue talking about ghouls after we take a short break. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found. And welcome back to the show. We're talking about ghouls, but you probably already knew that because why would you jump into a podcast halfway through right exactly where the commercials are? So anyways, let's get back to it. Sassy was just telling us some of her favorite things about ghouls. And I quickly, I want to chime in. My favorite thing about ghouls is the dark humor that they have. They have like this nihilistic, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a horrible freak. Life is awful, but hey, you know, it's just... I don't know why they have this this weird contrast between what their life is like, but the humor that they have. It's all gloom and doom, except for the party hats. I love the party hats. Right. I I can't remember which game it is or even who says it. Like one ghoul was trying to talk about like how they would engage in uh, uh, afternoon delights, you know. Special uh, one on one lady and. Well, I guess it could be lady and man or lady and lady or man Activity. and man. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, <laughs> special, your, your special ghoul friend time, you know? And I was just like, oh, this is such cool a disturbing friend. set of lines to have to deliver. But funny. <laughs> you know? Hilarious. It's like the body just pressing together and then pull apart. It's like a ham cheese sandwich just kind of pulled, pulled apart at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> But if, oh, but if their nose man. fell off, don't you think maybe other appendages might be missing? Probably. Well, I mean... no, but but it says actually in the wiki that their if their body parts fall off, you can actually put them back on, and that's part of their work. mass healing Holy process. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay, wait. Do they like just like did? I don't. I want to yeah. care what hand gestures <laughs> I make right now. Do they just take the body part and then yeah. they just like flock it back on and there it, it just like, sticks? Is yeah. it like when your Barbie you falls off? Need... Is that a word? Pop it back in. Flock. Yeah. I was more. It was more like an onomatopoeia. Or do you do you need Wonder Glue for this? Because I'm like sick and tired of having to get adhesive everywhere. You need, I go. You need Gorilla Glue. The Wonder Glue. Yeah. Gorilla Glue is what you need. Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue. Gorilla. Oh, that's pretty good. good. Can you okay? I'm I'm surprised, but if that's true, Bethesda should do like not a quest, but like a really a really small favor for the player character, where the where a ghoul's like, "Hey, I need you to get these ingredients. I have to put some of myself back together." (laughs) You know, quest. I lost my arm on the whatever, and I can't find it. Or you find a ghoul in the woods with no arms and no legs, and he's like, "Listen, it was one hell of a night. If you could do me a solid and find my (laughs) my arms and legs, that'd be real great." Oh my god! Can you imagine what kind of drinking games they would have? Oh (laughs) man! Oh man! Oh man! 
good God. Like, man, that last night just cost me an arm and a leg. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh. Like, literally. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> don't play poker That's... with that guy. You'll lose an arm and a leg. And, and, and it's some guy in a casino just chilling in a chair, and he's missing an arm and a leg. And every time he says shit, like, then it goes, didn't <laughs> yeah, you I got the dealer, so the blackjack dealer with all these arms and legs piled up behind him. <laughs> that poker that, that poker blackjack one, that's funny though. Like, hey, listen, I see you missing a finger. I'll raise you one finger. I'll raise you a finger. <laughs> oh, that's no strip mm, poker shit. for you. Uh, <laughs> I mean today today's episode is gonna have an explicit content warning for sure. We're yeah. just um, another singer. I can tell. I don't know. We've kind of creative so far. I think well, it's I an just... odd, oddball warning. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that when you go to the underworld in Fallout 3 and oh, like yeah. you're the only smooth skin there, you know, you you, obviously they're they're kind of insulting you and, and actually discriminating against you when you're down they there. Do. Some of the dialogue they have is like, is just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, I know. And then, and then of course in Fallout 4, there's the, uh, the, the woman ghoul at the slog who, uh, you know, you, you know, you haven't lived until you've gone ghoul, like something like that. She says because <laughs> you can like you can like re- romance her a little bit or something. It's like... Everybody wants Hancock. I mean, oh, yeah. come on. You think it's so funny? Well, actually, Valeria would be able to tell us more than anybody. That's true. Yeah, that is she, true. She's, yeah. she's got actual true cut. You know, forgot about some of. The... Wasn't there a ghoul in Underworld who who was like trying to scare you into thinking they want to eat your brains or something? Yeah. He walked around and talked about it, yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. But then there were also a couple of a uh, couple of ghoul prostitutes in the underworld as well. Mm-hmm. And they oh, talk and funny. they talk about how it's like a fetish. Like people yeah. will seek them out. Oh, that was in like, uh, the original Fallout. Yeah. And that yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Underworld yeah. was an interesting place. It was really interesting. Yeah, I totally screwed up. I couldn't uh I didn't have enough caps to buy um Sharon's contract, so I just oh, ended up. I ended up not having to have that experience. So, oh, <laughs> wait. I wonder if it had been the, a cold experience or not. The experience of having. Sharon I just like freaked out when I bought his contract and he turned around and killed the guy. I was like, oh, that snap. was great. That was so good. <laughs> Talk to Ezrakal. Oh man, I was like, uh, you're not gonna kill me now, right? It's <laughs> like, Shut. you're not part of the deal. No, because I had the contract, so he couldn't. It was basically it. And I was like, ah, remind me to be nice to you. <laughs> he was my favorite, my uh, favorite companion in Fallout 3, I think. He was pretty good. He was really useful. And then contrast that with New Vegas. I barely used, uh, what is it, Raul? 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 Raul or something like that? Pa- Danny Tejada. Trejo. I barely Yeah, it was Danny Trejo. Him. Yep. I don't know why, but I just. I mean, wouldn't you just hang out with him just to listen to Danny Trejo talk? <laughs> You'd think so. I think the character for me was too neutral. Like he, like there was, wasn't really far in one direction, which is right. which is kind of like a lot of ghouls are like that, right? Because like they're just sort of like, like, eh, whatever. whatever. Go ahead, kill him. Well, they've been See around for so long; they just don't care anymore. <laughs> they just like, go with the flow. Like, can like, you just gonna matter? keep the dog alive? You know, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog. He's, yeah, he's the dog nice. is the best. Don't let the dog die. Be nice to the dog. So are ghouls just fallout versions of liches then from fantasy? <laughs> I mean, well, or, I mean, zombies. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's I kind of the original, yeah. you know, the original uh, inspiration was, was zombies. And they wanted to make some of them intelligence and some of them were, you know, with a, with the ferals that you'd end up having to fight. So 
And then the excuse was they all got turned by radiation. So that was that was the original how ghouls originated in the in the story. So yeah. so and apparently if you do create a miracle ghoul child, it'll be a ghoul. Like oh, really? Yeah. So that's where Monica came from. She's uh she was mentioned in Fallout Three, her father Clifford, to have been born to ghoul parents. What? Yeah. So ghouls aren't sterile. That's interesting. Her name was Monica. Well, it says they are. They're typically are sterile. Okay. And do not produce offspring. But there was a miracle case uh, of somebody named Monica. No, Monica, mm-hmm. just you. <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> I know, that's, that's interesting. That's a stand-up joke. Uh, if anybody actually watches stand-up, uh, yeah. typically uh, uh, your reproductive parts do not like radiation. That's why you can't get so <laughs> many X-rays, or they like to cover up those parts. But, but just your reproductive parts. The other parts oh, are fine. I mean, yeah, so, you don't need right. those other parts. I go to I'm the dentist all the time. They just particularly sensitive. I, I just like the how they reference like the 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 uh, conditions that they'll they'll develop like arthritis and glaucoma and cataracts. <laughs> Oh, and not to mention the rotting flesh, but you know, <laughs> right. losing limbs. You'll lose you know? your nose, and your voice box <laughs> will change. Yeah, your voice yeah. is going to change. Like, but they got rid of regenerative abilities through the... So why does any of that... Go, other go take matter? a bath and some radiation. You'll be healed. Hmm. Interesting that they get glaucoma, though. They get Did glaucoma. we ever... Have we noticed any ghouls that can't see very well? Actually, I'm most sure. of, if you notice, a lot of them do wear glasses. Um a lot of them wear glasses, actually. Mm-hmm. That's kind uh, of true. You know, Penelope does uh, in yeah. 76, and Hancock doesn't, but of course, right. he's a newer ghoul. Yeah. Um, it's all the old ghouls. Old ghouls. Yeah. All that generation he, he of humans himself. back then had crappy eyesight. Natural well, they did, ghouls. The, well, they didn't have LASIK, obviously, in, in pre, pre-war America. <laughs> that's guys, true, guys. actually. Yeah. I, I, I need to probably make true. you observe something right now. Do it. How many of you are wearing glasses? What's that supposed to mean? I'm a ghoul. That we're ghouls? No, well, it's just that people most in Most people I know wear glasses. Eyesight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. Yeah. It is. It is. A lot of that people wear glasses. It's yeah. not Actually, really that matter. would make sense, too, because if the ghouls are from the pre-war, when they wore glasses, then they would know what they're missing. But right, people because... who are born in an era where there aren't spectacles, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't seek them out because they well, would just be like, there probably weren't contacts pre-war in the uh, alternate. Yeah, good luck finding my missing contact in the capital <laughs> wasteland, Sassy. <laughs> I think they my contact. Well, so what about the moves. discrimination it's against It's around here somewhere. So, like, you know, we, we, at the beginning, you know, you're like, so Fallout 1, you know, okay, everything just happened. And the ghouls are there and they're pretty much, like, cast aside. Even the smart ones, you know, they were all treated really poorly. And then as time goes by, you know, you, you fallouts spanned over hundreds of years, the discrimination's still there, even though that mm-hmm. they figured out that they're not going to get like infected by them. Why do right. you think that discrimination held for so long without being, is it just because they couldn't do shit about it? Well, I think it's, I mean, if you, if you think about it, unfortunately, we tend to judge people by their appearance mm-hmm. yeah. and it yeah. really, it, it doesn't matter how much time goes by. If someone looks like a monster, your first impression is going to be they're a monster and we're going to, we're going to, yeah. we need to discriminate against them. I mean, and, and that's actually some of the saddest stories you find because in 76, there's the whole story of Lucy Harwick and her, her ghoul friends, you know, she yeah. becomes a ghoul. 
they all go to the Galleria. Um, and then you end up, you find out that the Free Staters hunted them all down and killed them. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually why Eugenie had to leave Appalachia because that that's what they were doing. And, and, and of course, right after the war, that would make sense. You know, you see these people and you, you, you know, it's hard to tell between ferals and, and regular right. ones. And, and so, you know, you, you hear they that last name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all look the same. And, you know, so right. yeah, it's, it's very Nobody much. Nobody was going to stop and check and go, hi, are you intelligent? And then get, well, even, <laughs> even then, I mean, does it really matter if you, if you see something that's talking that looks exactly like the thing that just tried to eat you. Yeah. Are you really going to not pull yeah. the trigger? Like That's what makes your it fight or flight worse. instinct says no, kill it. That's well, almost make it, makes it worse, right? Because it's like the the hatred and discrimination in this world is almost justified because it's like, well, I mean, well, not justified like in the sense something that looks too, like you like, tried to kill me. It's so, like those things happen, and that's like yeah. that makes it last longer. It, yeah. Well, and I think too, it's like well. You know, granted, you're talking to me now and you seem to be intelligent and cool and all, but how long until you turn into one of those? Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knew like, oh, who knows you're not going to like if I bring you home with me and you're not going to turn feral tomorrow. You well, know, it's weird because like in like the New Vegas game, they could go into like Freeside, but they weren't allowed to go onto the New Vegas strip unless they were supervised by a human. Right. Yeah. So it's like they weren't trusted. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, what are they? They're all a bunch of thieves. I mean, I, I it was like they, they could were go all feral treated. at any second, right? Is probably well, what the I thought is. Maybe, but it was almost like they were treated like they're just, they like criminal element. Like they're always going to steal or, you know, cause some problem or do something they shouldn't. Like the, it almost seems like that that's how they were treated. Like they were just bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, to make it worse, if they were being discriminated against, then a lot of them probably did have to resort to petty crime to be able right. to like get stuff, right? So it just and it just perpetuates. Yeah. Right. And because they look the way they do, I mean, socially speaking, they're a constant reminder of the world you live in. So it's just like it's either awkward or people feel weird around them, and well, everyone it's like knows the Brotherhood that Steel just wanted to euthanize them. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they wanted to clear them off the face of the earth so that they could start over, and they were like, I, I see. The, the Brotherhood of Steel's point of view on that in some ways, but I also see it from it being a very non-humanitarian way of handling things. For sure. But I see what Ginger's saying too, is because, you know, you get in a place like New Vegas where, you know, you're inside the walls and everybody's trying to make everything back the way it was. And then the last thing you want to see is, you know, somebody parading around with something that reminds you that, no, it's not the way it was. It is completely effed up out there. Yep. That's not what you want to see when you're trying to pretend that everything's okay and we're all good. And that's it's kind of not- like when you see that veteran inside of the wheelchair with the hoses in his nose and he's missing a leg and he's going through Walmart right. and everybody's just staring at him. And you don't want to be <laughs> like, board, oh. And the only thing I can think of is, God, thank you for your service, sir. Right. Mm-hmm. And other people are just want to <laughs> look away because they're like, oh my God. You know, yeah. they don't want to acknowledge the fact that that was for you and, you know, everybody. Yeah. Well, and then the flip side of all of this, and this is I had where to throw that in there. Sorry, yeah. it was yeah. my shout out to all the veterans out there that are treated like crap. Yeah. <laughs> totally get it. But then here's the the flip side of that is when you you meet the ghouls that want to get into Ten Penny Tower, and yeah. and you oh, realize yeah. and you realize the people are really horrible. So you immediately sympathize with the ghouls. Mm-hmm. But then if you side with the ghouls mm-hmm. and they you just come back. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. they 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 kill everybody. They did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they like, just wiped everybody out, and it was yeah. like, what? Why did you do that? And they're uh, all like, they well, did they were... it, and da da da, and it's yeah. just like, holy crap! It's like you can't like you talk to them, and they're like, yes, we're all just we just want to get along, and blah blah blah. And, and it's strange how it's a mirror of society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because if you if you look at you know, you could pick any disc- discriminated group in the United States or you know around the world, it, you. You know, you sympathize with a discriminated group so much. And then at the same time, that same discriminated group, you hand them the keys to the city and what do they do? They burn it to the ground. Well, I think it. I, what I think it speaks to is, <laughs> is that people are bad no matter who they are. It's yeah. like it doesn't like like it doesn't <laughs> matter if they're ghoul or they're human or they're rare. ghouls are people, too. Yes, exactly. And and and, and some of like them are going to be really good and some of them are going to be really bad. That's why you see. Ghoul raiders, yep, and and, you know. ghoul and settlers. Yeah. Oh come yeah. on, Ginger, that was an open door right there. Ghoul, ghoul raiders. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it went over my head. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Sorry, man. Football no, I raiders. agree, and that, that's, raiders, that's the way it is raiders. with any community, any race, any 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 affiliation or whatever you know is being talked about right now it's like there's always some good and there's always some bad and you hear about the bad and then everybody assumes that it's the Hmm. whole group with all this like discrimination i'm surprised that there isn't like a major ghoul faction out there that like want to like irradiate an entire wasteland area to get rid of all who came up with that idea no or glm yeah, I don't Realize know. Matter. <laughs> Realize matter. Wasn't that wasn't that uh, Ginger's uh, dream uh, group that he was going to come up with? Is the ghouls that is. were going to make everybody be irradiated? And I think that that's such a great hook for like a problem in a Fallout game of like, oh crap! It look, turns out this secret group of ghouls actually want to just irradiate the entire city. Yeah, and it's up to you to help or stop them. You know, like, yeah, actually, get rid of the ghouls. We make them all ghouls. Yeah. Well, yeah. well if you, if you think about it, the children of Adam should have been all ghouls, right? Like, why why right didn't they there. just make them all why ghouls? They, they yeah. should. Why weren't they? They were sitting there swimming they in the pool. They should not be regular people. <laughs> well, yeah. don't they just suck down rat away all the time or something? Yeah. Well, supposedly there's like some uh, again genetics. Supposedly there's some gene. Uh, sure. That evolved, that made so they're them the chosen ones. Yeah, so they made them yeah. immune to to radiation. But like I said, I think that the, the easier solution to that would have been just make it a ghoul faction, the Children of Adam. Exactly, it would have made so much more sense. <laughs> How many people blew up the bomb and watched it's... it from the top of Ten Penny Tower? I, <laughs> you know, I had such a hard time doing that, but I did finally push <laughs> the button because I yeah. just wanted to do that part of the playthrough. And I and I, I love the fact that Three Dog gets so upset about that. I couldn't upset, you know, three dogs. And I, was I just like, like standing at the top of the thing. And I the lived in, in Megaton. <laughs> I didn't want to blow up my house. <laughs> I, I did a second playthrough where I blew it up and I was like, I can't believe a game lets me have this much choice. And then I went back to Megaton and Moira is still there. <laughs> That's a ghoul. Around the road. <laughs> yeah. She's a ghoul. She's a ghoul, but doesn't realize She's like, it. hello, don't you know? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I have once had a friend. The, have you finished the Wasteland Wonders guide? <laughs> I was playing Fallout Three while I was on the phone, and at one point, one my friend on the other line was like, "Who is that annoying person at your house?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm playing a game. It's Moira Brown." <laughs> oh my god, she's so annoying. Voice is very. It's her voice is weird. I love it and I hate it. Yeah, 
Like I get a nice like, it's, oh, I'm safe feeling about it. But I, I also after a while, I'm like, you can stop now. Yeah. There were times that I was just like, shut up. I just want to like sell you my crap and move on. Funny <laughs> thing is, I used to think all Canadian women sounded like that. Yeah, no, just go. from Fargo. Maybe that's why I like it a little bit, you know. And then after she turns into a ghoul. Yeah. Oh and then God. I can romance her. Hey, what's up, ghoul friend? <laughs> no. Sorry, I couldn't help I myself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, we talked a little bit about this before when we were, when we were talking about super mutants, but I, I think if you were to take a community poll, if they were to make playable, playable races in follow oh, definitely. I think, I think a lot of people would end up choosing ghoul. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and then of course you would have to add Hancock's outfit so that you oh just God, have yeah. all the ghouls running around the, yeah. the wasteland and in, everybody uh, yeah. look like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Make him pick any of the founding people or whoever they are. I don't remember, but yeah, so in, in their case, Ginger wants does to that run mean around looking like, like looking like Gob? <laughs> Whenever I, they get hurt, they just kind of like run over to some radiated area right. and stand in a pool. Yeah, run into <gasps> the nuke zone. I'm fine. I'm healed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it yet. Sorry, Lawrence. Oh no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, and, and I agree with you. It's it. It seems to me that that's the one untapped potential of Fallout as a game. It's just that you you have these NPC races mm -hmm. that could be easily implemented. I mean, yeah. I say easily, but I don't develop games, so I don't know. But obviously, with like Elder Scrolls and Skyrim, I mean, you can you can be something other than just a person. Yeah, they it's could just actually a skin, legitimately. Right? I, mean, I think the mechanics are fine. I think the problem is narratively, right? Maybe. Like, how do you write lines, especially if it's something like Fallout 4 where you have a voice protagonist? Yeah. You have to have so. But in Fallout 3 in New Vegas, like, and it's 76, just, it's just text based that. dialogue. They could have made it happen. Yeah. But that's, yeah. a, that's a whole other character you have to write because now every person you interact with, you have to ask, are they pro ghoul or anti ghoul? That's true. Well, right? imagine so, them having to deal with the persecution elements in the game. Yeah. Imagine going into a town and all of a sudden that whole town's after you yeah. and not knowing yeah. until you walk in. You're like, so, oh, crap. And that's a lot to account for. But I will say this, <laughs> given the scope of Starfield, the next Bethesda game coming yeah. out, I don't feel like scope is that big of a problem anymore. If they can make a thousand planets in their new space game, Holy then they cow. can make it a, a ghoul NPC and follow. I think they should make a version so. of the game, actually, that kind of mirrors Diablo's gameplay style. And actually have it where you have like a super mutant, you could have a ghoul, and you have like a like a player uh, like four players yeah. that you control, and you go around and just point and click, and you're going through the wasteland, and you got little adventures and stuff like that in that style of game. I don't know why they don't venture into different styles of gameplay. You know, like we were talking about, you know, mixing games and stuff before, like mm -hmm. where I was talking about yeah. mixing right. StarCraft with mm -hmm. which you would know, be great. Fallout. Where you know you can have different like characters and stuff and have factions going after each other, I, yeah. I don't see why they couldn't do the same thing with like Diablo or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think could definitely, a... yeah. I mean, you could make you could actually make like the Wasteland Warfare, like the the tabletop mm -hmm. game, mm -hmm. and 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 turn that into a an you know, actual a, game. Yeah, play it like yeah. yeah I, I don't see why they wouldn't do that because they have rules for you yeah. to be a ghoul or a super mutant or. Whatever. maximize the franchise they I have mean, all of it my God, it just yeah. doesn't seem like it's a bethesda thing like if you look at their history of game development they don't they kind of they like what they're doing they have the same yeah. genre for all their games they make they do put um, a lot of time in on any one game they do and, so. and it's true right and they don't lay it doesn't seem like that's their mo to want to branch out they also don't seem to like to license out games for other people like merchandise yes mm -hmm. but other than the 
Wasteland Warfare, I haven't heard of a lot of, you know, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, or other Bethesda licensed video games out there. Not spin-offs. Video games, huh? I was shocked right. that Modiphius got licensed for all that stuff. I was like, holy cow, they have like it's all licensed and like all they have everything. Well, now there's the uh, the Fallout Magic card crossover thing that's yeah, going to be coming out. With that? That's going to be the thing that gets me in the magic. <laughs> never. Still waiting for New Vegas too. Never. No. Yeah. I'll never get into magic. Sorry, I can't. I I'm not good at, at deck building games. I'm, I'm not good at occults. I tried to do a pentagram once and I couldn't get the virgin blood in the right spot. <laughs> and I didn't have a goat. I only you didn't had have a goat. A, well, I didn't have a goat. A it was just right a sheep there. with horns. No, it's right. a big old chicken. You have to have a chicken. I would expect that Fallout Five, Fallout Five should include playable races, and that's only because we're probably not going to get it for another four or five years, right? So, well, I, mean, I heard like ten. So, geez, yeah, it'll be. I, I say twenty thirty, honestly, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, heck, just, at this point, I don't know that's how I'm going to feel when I'm going to have to take my teeth out to play a game. Exactly. Uh, Scared me. I got these out of here. I'm gonna be well, like asking I, the nurse I'm to gonna, get me out of bed so I can go play my game. <laughs> I know it's a very controversial topic, but with the way AI is going right now, they actually might be able to pull off these games earlier than what they have in the past. Maybe because it's know. just because that that's what the big that's what the big hubbub is with uh, Hollywood right now is because they're because how much AI <laughs> how much AI can you know create things i mean we've seen it all on the internet so far and stuff so i mean who knows i mean you could just sell ai it's like yeah i want to follow a game and i want you know this to be the storyline and next thing you know it's like oh wow it's not that far behind you know mm -hmm. so i don't know who knows well, i was gonna say only if ai can rep replicate all the bugs because that's what that's what i'll miss <laughs> yeah it's just you, not a bethesda game if it doesn't have bugs I'm You've really seen the AI point. hands, right? You know. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're what? Right. You're what right. is that? That's AI. You can just look at the hands. Just hey, look at the hands. Know what? And those kind of things would be perfect for ghouls or uh, follow oh, for mutants. Sure. <laughs> so for what sure. is your handle messed up? No, I'm just a ghoul. Dang. That's all I am. Speaking this of is... New Vegas, if you guys get a chance, and you're—I don't know if you're connoisseurs of whiskey, any of you—you you should try some Old Man Liver whiskey. It's actually really good stuff. I gotta order mm -hmm. that. Because it Final sounds really good. Liver it is. What really is it? Good. He says oaky spice. What is it? Oaky spicy and a little bit. It's hot. just. It's got a. So for me, it's almost a a, a smoky nutty kind of yeah. taste with a little bit of a spicy pinch to it, and it's right. just really nice. If you've ever had like, um, see, I don't want to brand it by pushing it out towards certain things, but there's a sweetness to it as well, almost like a Canadian mist. I don't know okay. if anybody's ever tried that, but uh, yeah. Grandma used to drink CC and seven. So. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Old Man Liver Whiskey. Yeah, sweet like a Canadian mist. Not a sponsor yet. No, <laughs> not a sponsor. Whew. The radium stack. I don't know if that guy could so. be any bigger a sponsor of the show than anybody we've ever had. <laughs> Who? He's he's always talking about us. The guy that owns the Pioneer Old Man Liver, Stephen Stats, the owner yeah. of the Pioneer. Oh, gotcha. Store. <laughs> the guy who made the puts on a big old event just for yeah no my audio Vegas literally people. skipped when you talked i didn't hear <laughs> hearing what you said i got you i'm the one that took a shot <laughs> oh you missed it when he was high on cokes what 
Coca-Cola. So he just split as soon as you said that. No, Coca-Cola. it's probably his kid making noises like, oh, no, I got to put the little one to bed. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, LOL. Yep. Whoops. That's the chat. <laughs> yep. That sounds to me like I hit the nail right on the head. He's got to put the little one to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean, I think definitely from a narrative perspective, Bethesda uses ghouls to highlight moral choices and and also mm-hmm. highlight just just the discriminatory nature of people mm-hmm. and and i think that you you interact with some really cool characters i mean i think if, if you think about the npcs that you remember the most a lot of them turn out to be the ghouls yeah. for a lot of the things we've already mentioned the fact that they tell really cool stories they've got a really good history that you can dive into um they end up being part of, you know, I mean, Hancock, just being your companion, you find out so much about kind of what's going on in the Commonwealth. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, a lot of the stories are extremely sad, like Oswald, the Magnificent, the guy in uh, Nuka yeah. World, yeah. you know, who's yeah. a who's a glowing one who watched all of his friends slowly yeah. become feral. And, and uh, he's, he's barely holding on to his sanity himself. Right from that whole situation i mean just to listen to him talk you're like man you 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 know he's skirting the edge and it's just like it's heartbreaking because you're like they make you feel for them yeah Mm -hmm. definitely yeah especially like i had already found his girlfriend before i met him so i had the option to tell him that she didn't make it or not and man i was just like i don't really and actually one of my favorite characters from um um dead money mm-hmm. is the assassin dude mm-hmm. you know he, the ghoul that's in there he just that dude's got mountains of character i just thought that was a really cool character i know and it's a dean DLC, domino he's amazing yeah. too and he's a ghoul yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's awesome oh and the uh and and the uh, the, the the ghouls that wanted to lurk, launch themselves into space Oh my oh, god! Were, yes. oh, they were hilarious. Oh, they were awesome. God. And you're like, sure, this will work. Let me power it up for you. <laughs> and then they all just puke. <laughs> oh my that, god! That was a lot of running around too. Oh man, they were yeah. so funny. Oh, that was. I, that, I love that mission. That like, mission was so fun. Sure, and then at the and and then at the end of it, when when the all the rockets take off, except for that one, kind of does that weird drag as it's trying to fly off. I love that. That was that was an awesome mission. <laughs> that was to me. I love that one, and I put that alongside when you deal with the uh, the cult people in Nuka World, the uh, Hubris or whatever they were called. The Hubris, yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, um. Hubologists. That, Hubologists. That's what they were. That was it. That's who I was thinking of. Was yeah, that. and then he, they want and, you to power up that ride because they think it's the rocket, and you're going to send them to the moon. Yeah. So you power it up, and then it spins around, and all they do is throw up. See, well, I love not them. all <laughs> ghouls are intelligent. Like all the all, not all non-ferals are intelligent. So they're, there's well, there's they might not have been shits. intelligent before they <laughs> ghoulified. You never know. I mean, you can't make something more intelligent, right? I guess. Not for the most part, no. Yeah, but no. But, but if they... you're a dipshit, you're a dipshit. <laughs> Pretty <sad>. much. <laughs> <laughs> we but can't improve on oh what you already gosh. had. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, and again, maybe maybe going back to one of the reasons why I think that there's a lot of uh, people that love the ghouls is that is that subset of the community that really love the ghouls. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, all of the artwork that we see that gets posted up in the community and a lot of the fiction that people write in the community. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, just, it's so funny that there's like certain characters that people just have glommed onto and, and it's like, that's, that's the object of their affection. And you brought Eugenia alive in your podcast i mean you I think really brought her character life. i think that's an awesome yeah, character she is a great, great uh, just character. just tell like you know it was a, i actually just listened to again uh the final and like the three episodes before the final yeah mm-hmm. i listened to those again and just like eugenie you know the interactions between her and valeria and then like when like when valeria is like no you need to go i'll take yeah. care of this i'll stay here and then and she's like just, no i'm not leaving just being <laughs> tore apart from the whole thing yeah. and then when she gets um uh where did they go to when they left foundation when they, they went, went to foundation yeah they went to foundation and that's right after foundation just got blown all to hell. And then they like her walking up. Oh, she left. She told me to come here. And, da, da, da. and they were like, oh, my God. And then they were like thinking about going to go back and get her. And just like the acting there was spot on. Firewriter was she does amazing with that. And just I mean, it's like you can just feel your heart just breaking because you're just like, oh, my gosh, you know, because and and, you don't always get that translated into these stories because yeah. some of the some of the acting that I've found in some other stories, it's just so cut dry kind of reading. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, put yourself there. What, what, yeah, what exactly. would you do? How would right. you sound if somebody tore your heart out? Right. You know? It's like, <laughs> you have to pretend this is real and this is happening. Yeah. Some of the yeah. acting's missing in some of those stories that I just, I'll listen no, to. Writer, no, Firewriter's got it going. She's. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and I, the reason I loved Eugenie as a character so much is that she is, one, she's a link back, back to the past. Yeah. You don't know a whole lot about her, but she's, she's got, and I'll, I'll use this pun. She's got sass to spare mm-hmm. because she's <laughs> like, cause she is no nonsense. She's an yeah. arms dealer. Yeah. Um, and you know, she can fight. yeah. And she can fight. I mean, she's not like a shrinking violet where it's like, oh, right. you know, you're going to, Oh, she's just going to fade away and not do anything. Valeria's like, like, I need you to stay here. She's like, excuse me, I can take care of myself. <laughs> For those of you that don't know who we're talking about, is actually one of the main characters at the ending of season two. Season two? Season well, she's two. She's the main two. character three, two season of, two, right? Yeah. Of uh, the Modus Files, which is the brainchild of the gentleman down here, uh, Lawrence. <laughs> so, yeah, make we're sure you there. check that out on Spotify or, you know, wherever you find your plot catchers because it's an awesome story for the amazing beginning story to the end. and Do not, miss not it. just because we're all part of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no. well i keep it telling really- I, I yeah i keep telling people that the, the story belongs to the community i've had so many different people that have actually participated and i i just love it and i love the fact that the i have actually a lot of people that will tell me exactly what you said which is these npcs mean something to me now because you've brought them to life i mean even the fact that i was able to add graham in and people are like wow like i love they love the idea of these npcs doing things other than what they see that they're scripted in the Mm -hmm. game you know it's just it 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 extends the story it brings them to life and i do like the fact that bethesda gives us these characters and they leave enough blank space that Mm -hmm. we can all fill in like what we think is going on kind of in the back of their head and like, where did they come from and where do they want to go and what are their dreams? What are their hopes? And all of that, I think means something. And for me, you know, kind of bringing it back to the topic, ghouls themselves, I think represent a very unique perspective for a lot of the reasons we've already mentioned. A lot of them are from before the war. 
they have experienced a lot of hardship because they were discriminated against. They had to leave where they were. And they're also living with the fact that one, they could become feral or two, they're going to live forever. Mm -hmm. And what do you do with yourself? You know, what does that do to a, to a person's psyche when you know that a hundred years from now, you're still going to be here and anybody who's not like you is not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's tough. And you wonder, you know, when we talked about it, why a lot of them are quirky and why there's a lot of dark humor. Well, right. yeah. You know, it's your survival mechanism. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, one of my good friends became a widow at an early age and she jokes and sort of apologetically, she's like, forgive my gallows humor. And I'm like, I get it. You know, you go through something like that and you do have like a little darker sense of humor and I can see, you know, with the ghouls, they've seen so many people come and go. If they've tried to form relationships, that person has passed on and, and whatever, you know, absolutely. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Just depend, yeah. you know, that they would develop that type of, of humor. And I think or, we resonate with them so much because there's no matter what ghoul is, is there's something about them that we can all relate to. Like mm -hmm. we've all suffered some sort of persecution. We've all suffered from some sort of, you know, uh, internal pains and like we've all felt inadequate at some time, you know, all these different emotions and things that they've got to deal with for being around so long. We've all dealt with at some point in our lives. And I think that that resonates with us as a relatable element for everyone, you know, I agree. It gives you a reason to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> well i know and like i said i think uh i think it just brings more humanity into the game yeah you know just a lot of human element comes in because they're not necessarily the enemy but they kind of represent an enemy class and you know you're getting to see what's left of the good of those people absolutely you know yeah but i but again i also like the fact that they do show that as much sympathy as you would have for a group of people, you can't paint a broad brush and say that they're all being persecuted for the yeah. wrong reasons. Like, yeah. you know, again, the 10 penny power situation it. brings up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, but so that, that challenges your perception and right. it brings you back down to you judge a person by their actions. You do not, right. you don't need, not by how they look, not by their parents, not by their parents. It's, it's what they are doing right in front of you right, right. then. And if exactly. that person is a good person, it doesn't matter what they look like. If they're yeah. a bad person, it also doesn't matter what they look like. Right. Um, and, and that's the way it is with anybody, you know, yeah. uh, in the game the, or in real life. Life lessons to be learned there, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that pretty much wraps us up, guys. I think we... Uh... We, we, we found that we have a lot more about ghouls to talk about than... than see, I, th uh, I wasn't entirely sure how well it would go. And I just knew I liked ghouls and I wanted to talk about ghouls. And we did. <laughs> and, and I did do my research. I mean, I did check out, you know, some of the past on them and whatnot, because I probably would have had no idea about some of them, you know, like whales and things like that. I was like, oh, there's and the, and the gorillas. Huh? Yeah, the gorilla. We just gotta bring that up again. 
one way yeah. <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely we do but uh yeah uh, if anybody else you know got anything out there that they want to talk about as far as uh ghouls or whatever actually any subjects you know uh it, it would be a great uh service to us if you guys would give us you know show suggestions and you know you can send them to our twitter at um follow rtb or you can send us an email at follow rtb at gmail.com or just type it in the bottom of the comments on the YouTube page or go to our Discord and do it there. Or, you know, maybe some smoke signals or, you know, just buy <laughs> some bright colored lights at us or whatever. But, yeah, um, any cool suggestions, man? If, if I mean, if it's in the realm of the reality of Fallout, I mean, they're, they're, we'll probably make it work somehow. Well, we do this for you. So we want to know what you want to hear or what you want to talk about. So No, we don't. No, I'm kidding. Okay. We do it for Jaxus and he's out of ideas. So <laughs> I'm never out of ideas. <laughs> All right. Before we go, let's let's go Some around and everybody tell appropriate. who is your favorite ghoul from the Fallout games. We'll start oh. with Lawrence. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Eugenie. It's just, I mean, there's no competition there. So Okay. Jaxus. Oh, I gotta go with Hancock. I mean, just Rummer. sorry, but Hancock's always been the coolest course rumor i'm gonna go different and uh the uh uh the fallout salesman or yeah the the vault oh, the, salesman the oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. oh i love him that's yeah. good dang now i don't know who to go with i'm so sorry gob <laughs> i really am well we already you know what gingerino's Ginger's gonna go for gob yeah, yeah ginger's favorite is gob he's putting the kid to yeah. bed so yeah. i He's putting his ghoul to bed. Sorry. He's putting his ghoul to bed. <laughs> his little ghoul. Gosh, I just don't know. I mean, probably Hancock. But I I think I really do like the lady. I think her name's Daisy. I think I really like the lady in Good Neighbor. So I guess I'll go for her. Because I just, the story about the library just really touched me. So I'm going to go for her. And I'm pretty sure her name's Daisy. If I'm wrong, Good. somebody tell me. It's been a while since I played Fallout 4. I, I would have to say the most compelling story I had ever heard that had to do with the ghoul was actually the one Lawrence put out there about the girl changing. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, Abby. Yeah. Just, just to me, that was just from listening to it from beginning to end, it was just like, can you like, imagine? You, you yeah, slowly because, understand like, and you kind of like get a relative idea of like losing your humanity right then. You know, it's like it's just being peeled away from you bit yeah. by bit. Like looking at yourself so, and like yeah. seeing what's happening and mm -hmm. yeah, how you feel through the whole thing, and then all yeah. of a sudden, well, and like like we see the terminal entries of the one that that we were talking about earlier that was injecting herself, and like how like her terminal entries like became less coherent over time. Yeah, and it it's German. like ooh. Yeah, I mean, and imagine thinking that you're dying, like because that's the process mm -hmm. that you think that you're going through. You think you're in the process of dying, but you so, don't. And then God. you don't. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, in my mind, that is as big a shock as, as actually dying. Cause when you, right. you know, when you die, you're die, it's, it's over, it's done it's with, but done. all of a sudden you've gone through this transformative process and yeah. you, and you have to ask yourself, is that a blessing or is that a curse? I don't you know. know. Which, which side do you land on? Because yeah. it's, because you're never going to die. You're going to be here forever. I mean, well, you unless you got, I mean, unless you actually get like physically well, unless killed. You're like, yeah, you get shot or something, but it's like, do you want to be here forever? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine after a few hundred years, there's probably, I mean, and, and, and I think one of the quotes is 
this is the first and last generation of ghouls because it's obviously there's not going to be a there whole lot be more made and, and they're going to be here forever and, and eventually more and more of them will just die off and you know it's possible that that would be point interesting in future, a fallout know. game where there's very few of the ghouls left oh so so we were talking about like if we see fallout in like i don't know 500 years in the future where like all civilization is basically back to where it is now and there's probably yeah. like no ghouls left probably none probably no super mutants or they perfected this the fev so the super mutants are all like super smart and and they're not aggressive or anything like that that's possible i mean it's Mm -hmm. i mean that's actually interesting what Uh, would uh, actually here's a topic for you what would what would the post fallout civilization look like once society comes back what what comes after like like four or five years after yeah like like because uh, well it was like, funny because ha- well house was saying that if he was in charge in in like 300 years they'd be on mars or something or or whatever it was like yeah. or in 2300 he'd be landing on mars but but fast forward follow another couple hundred years all over again probably <laughs> if it's fallout, circle yeah. around and just start the world over the way we left it or the way it was before the bomb. Screw it all up all over again. Yeah. Yeah. That that's Fallout Six. That's like the next war. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like a hey, enclave wants to reestablish the government. Are we all gonna so we're getting into a new topic. We should probably stop. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead Save and cut things off here. For another show. Yep. Maybe and, next week. Uh, Lawrence, thanks for coming on, man. It's always great to have you. Yeah. Um, always a pleasure. Everybody, let's just say goodnight and See you later, guys. All right. See you guys. Good night. now. See you later, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hello, Vault Dwellers. Join me, Jax's sassy lady rover, Eric, and the creator, Maverick, as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it, using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.